The Letter Kenny Golf Club's covered in deuces. They've got a problem with candidate gooses. This gets the hicks irate. They let that marinate, then rush to the golf club to stop the abuses. It is Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is 100% certified Canada Goose friendly, and we suggest you let that one marinate. I am your host, Al, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the Vulgar Victor. <laughs> vulgar. Vulgar. <laughs> have to live up to that. All right. Uh, How are you now? Today's lineup is going to be Matt, Tanya, Al, Victor. So, Matt, how's your week? It's good, man. I don't even know where to start. I mean, I know you posted it. was my It was my birthday. That's right. Happy so that's birthday, buddy. Birthday. I'm opening up a, a, a It was, a it was as soft you. as they came, so that was fun, <laughs> but, you know, so that was fine. Uh, did my floors. That was fun. Hardwood, of and, course. Uh, sorry? Hardwood, of course. <laughs> no, uh, yo, I covered the hardwood up <laughs> is what happened. It was really fun to watch it panel by panel disappear uh, as the week went on. All right. That is shit is gone. I'm actually, you know, I wish I could be... Because it's it's old, natural, original hardwood from like the 60s mm-hmm. that we covered up. So I would love to be in the room with that family like 50 years <laughs> from now, if that happens, who if they don't knock down my house, they mm-hmm. come and they tear that up and they go, there's original hardwood under here. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah, God. You know, it's, but so anyways. You're going to be the one who's like, so, what, what kind of idiot would cover these beautiful floors up? <laughs> right? That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I want that to happen, but I know I'm not going to be there. And that's that's sad. But no, actually, the the big news of the week, and this is it, it, it happened fast, but it's okay. Uh, we're getting a new puppers. Hey, wow. congratulations! Wow. That was fast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It. Um, we, I mean, we're we're a, we're a dog family. We we always knew we'd always have a dog in the house. We're obviously still even today mourning Ollie. Mm-hmm. We love that dog to death. Um, but an opportunity came up and. Uh, we're actually getting getting him on uh, Saturday, so it's, wow. it's wow. coming really quick. That's yeah, great. and uh, so we're, we're we're excited, and uh, we've got the new dog bed, the new food. We're all ready to go, and it's gonna be a blast to puppy train all over again. Okay. So yeah, here we go. So you're getting a puppy, and uh, what kind of dog? Uh, it's another cane corso. Wow. So if you don't know what it is, it's uh, a tougher looking dog, but uh, it's a big dog. Fun this. Yeah, yeah, she'll be uh, he. Sorry, he will be, but 120 pounds if he goes full weight, and uh, so yeah, it'll be fun. Wow. Do you have a name? Uh, we do. We've already we've already got the name. We're gonna call him Moose, which is actually kind of <laughs> fun for this episode. So that worked out great. It kind of rhymes with the theme. Awesome. Well, congratulations, and uh, looking forward to seeing pictures of Moose when uh, when he uh, arrives. You said this weekend. Uh, yeah, this Saturday. Awesome. I believe I believe that was Mark Messier's nickname. Moose, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tanya, how's your week? Uh, my goodness, my week has been long. Uh, I'm I'm on high alert right now. the The seven year old is still awake, and the fourteen year old is uh, on lookout. So I'm watching my phone and uh, on high alert. <laughs> 
So we'll have to see where this goes tonight. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> so does that mean we got to start pushing these back to like 11 to make sure the kiddos are asleep? No, uh, no, no. Just because they have a they have a PA day tomorrow, so uh, uh, they normally would stay up a little later tonight. But be- because we're recording, uh, the well, the, the seven year old anyway has to have her regular bedtime. Uh, but you know, it's all right. Uh, she'll, I'm sure she'll be all right. Her brother's up there watching after her. Absolutely. Uh, my week. So uh, a couple of things. Well, there's very something very exciting that happened. But unfortunately, I can't announce it yet. So, <laughs> but I'm on pins and needles. I'm like bursting at the seams. I can't wait to announce it uh, that, that we're going to have a guest on. But but I can't. I don't want to say who it is just yet. But stay tuned for some big news. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, but the other thing I just wanted to talk about was uh, last week, Victor. You um, you made a suggestion for a show to watch, Ladder Milk, uh, oh, yeah. on uh, yeah. on um, uh, on on Prime, and Tanya and I. Love it. Uh, yes. I believe yeah. uh, we've watched, we binged through the first two seasons and, yes. and, and we're on the third now. And the third, I guess, is the latest and hopefully not the last. Uh, loving no, it. no, it's not the last for sure. Yeah. So much fun. Good Thank show. You. And and I don't know like uh, w- w- what you think, but there's a lot of kind of comparisons to Letter Kenny in some of the writing, especially those se- the scenes uh, in the AA, in the, in the group. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of like the conversations that happen during the the it's an AA it takes place like in an AA group. Um, I, I feel like they could be they could have happened like around the produce stand because uh, that kind of that kind of humor. It's not like a a, a comedy comedy though, but it, it it is kind of a dramedy. But uh, very good, like great cast. Um, and uh, yeah, so far great, good, great writing. Yeah, good good writing and a lot lots of heart. And um, thank you for yeah top notch uh, recommendation for that one. Yeah, season three is even better than one and two. It's it's really up there. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's it's a kind of one of the It's it's evolving. Like it's not uh, stagnant so far. Like it, they're they're finding new ways to yeah new storylines and stuff. So uh, excellent. Well no wasted characters there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how's your week? Uh, I don't remember anything before hockey season started. <laughs> oh so, right, uh, the Leafs won last night. Uh, a nail biter. <laughs> did, did you watch it? I know Redbeard yeah, watched it. Although oh, I feel yeah, like Redbeard was like uh, uh, um, very stressed watching that game because it sounded like he, he turned <laughs> off uh, the the game after a while, like out of frustration. I, don't, I hope um, he tuned back in yeah. to watch the overtime. It was it was not, it was it was pretty bad hockey. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you know, I you know how much I am not a big hockey person. The only reason I knew the game won was was on because of Redbeard. So yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, Redbeard's one of yeah, our listeners, there. and he's on in our Twitter DM group, and he was uh, uh, not live tweeting so much, but he was uh, mentioning the game last night, and we could. And uh, you know what? I didn't watch one second of the game, uh, but I was uh, living vicariously through uh, his uh, his updates. So. Um, yeah. So they won yesterday, but just barely, like in in overtime. Did you? Did your mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I watched the whole thing, and and it was just it was just bad hockey all around. I mean, they these guys didn't play any preseason games or or um, anything like that. So this was their literally the first game in ten months or whatever, how long time, how much time passed, and um, uh, it was it was pretty bad. And and Anderson, the Leafs goalie, uh, he was pretty atrocious. But they ended up winning the game in overtime. So, I was going to say, as bad uh, as he good. was, as bad as he was, he let in one goal le- fewer than uh, than uh, Price. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was an it was a win in OT. Uh, uh, Riley uh, scored, and uh, it was uh, good times all around. Yeah. And hopefully, it gets better from here. I saw um, the goal. And my other. Good. Yeah, yeah, and my other favorite team, they played tonight and they lost in overtime, the mm-hmm. Devils. So uh, what are you going to do? What's going on with their uh, goalie, so, Schneider? 
Schneider. Schneider, is... no, Schneider was uh, let go. Oh, okay. He's gone. They've they've got they've got a rookie uh, named. Uh, well, he's not a rookie anymore this year. He was a uh, rookie last year. Mackenzie Black uh, Blackwood, and uh, he is unbelievable. Uh, and he's going to be uh, one of the stars in the league. So All right. well, we'll keep I'm an very eye. happy with him. I was going to say, we'll keep an eye yeah. on the New Jersey Devils, but we probably won't. So we'll just, we'll get uh, updates from you every once that's, in a while. That's probably, <laughs> that's probably the most hockey talk you'll get uh, for a while there, Matt. Yeah. So no worries. All right. Sorry about that. Matt was about it's to all fall good. asleep. <laughs> Catching up on my pepper right here. All right. Yeah. Uh, mm, you're making me hungry. Moving on. We'd like to really thank our, our, our latest patrons. <laughs> uh, we, we got two new patrons on Patreon. Um, Joshua and Melbourne Jack, thank you guys for, for, um, uh, for your support and, and for, uh, Melbourne was, uh, Jack was a little, uh, upset because he want he thought he was going to be the first, but, uh, um, uh, Mike Loranger, uh, beat him to it last week. So, <laughs> but he, he was definitely the second. So, uh, thank you guys for your, um, support. You guys are beauties. Uh, speaking of support, uh, we have, let's see here, 30 new Twitter followers. So, uh, oh s- sit back and relax. Here we go. Thank you to Catholic nurse from South Carolina. Think funny podcast, Scotty Phillips from Halifax, Gil Gomez from San Antonio, Texas, Aaron Campbell, Mike Henricks, Dave, Chris, at Sir Jason Vaguely from Kentucky, Andrew Hudak from Lake Station, Indiana, Brad Ross, Andrew Masters, Jugs from Goose Creek, South Carolina, Alan Baseman or Bassman, uh, Brony Clementine, Amy Ginty from Cumbria, uh, I think that's in the UK, uh, Melissa Raspberry, Elmer Romero, Dave uh, Tiala from Washington, D.C. I hope you're staying safe there, Dave. Eric from Iowa. Rand McNally. Isn't Rand McNally like a, a don't they do like children's books or something? They're a publisher. Wasn't that in The Simpsons? I don't know. Anyway. Where, where hamburgers eat people? <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be the winner right there. Oh, I, I, I know, I'm pretty sure that's, that, that's real. Pretty sure. 108 Dave. <laughs> Okay. Uh, 108 Dade, Donald Trump's dong. Oh my! <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> thrilled to be following Dr- Donald Trump's dong because he's allowed to tweet, but uh, Donald Trump is no longer allowed to tweet. Gabby Bloom, Don, Amy from California, Sandra from Manitoba, uh, Robin H from Nova Scotia, and Beth K. Thank you all for following and hopefully eventually becoming listeners. All right, here we go. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode two of... Uh, sorry. We re- recapped and reviewed episode one of season four. Uh, where am I here? I've lost my way. There we go. <laughs> Never work a day in your life. Uh, that episode got Can a we fresh... start over? No, no, we won't start over. That episode got a fresh rating from Victor, uh, Matt, and myself, but fell just short of a unicorn thanks to a clearance Come rating from Come on now. Tanya. So, so uh, can we just say... Uh-huh. I, I uh, so Veronica and I have uh, unicorn onesies. Uh, that was our Christmas present, and we have uh, unicorn sleepovers and cupcake parties and stuff. So I wore my unicorn onesie for our uh, friend that I disappointed uh, terribly. Melbourne, Melbourne Jack, yes, yes. And I'm very, very sorry once again. But hopefully, that photo that was sent um, um, made you smile. She won't let me share it with anyone else, but no. I've got to share it on the Twitter DM group. So. Uh, it's front page news down under. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had questions when I saw the unicorn. Uh, but anyway. 
And according is so yet another reason why you should join the Twitter DM group so you can see that picture. According to our scientific Twitter oh, poll, Lord, of course, one hundred percent of voters gave the episode a fresh really? rating. So yeah, nobody, nobody agreed with you. No one agreed. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, Tanya, we were hard on you last week, but it was fully justified. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just going to put that out there. This week we recap and review episode 2 of season 4 of Fuss at the Golf Course. All right, uh, Matt, have you done your homework? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Tanya, did you do your homework? I did with subtitles, yes. Uh, yes, yes, we read we read the episode, yes, uh, and uh, I did my homework and Victor yeah, I watched it as well with sign language. With sign language. You know what? This one was a good one to have <laughs> subtitles on for sure. See, you said that and I was waiting for some like really hard tw- tongue twisting kind of uh, conversations and I didn't find it very like it, you wound it up and said, oh, yeah, this one needs subtitles. And I thought, oh, OK. There was just I mean, it was very well, we'll see. But it was very dense, I feel, in dialogue in this episode. Yeah. Uh, it was. We start with a cold open. The Hicks are on the back porch. Their face is obscured by the railing, by the way. Uh, we, we talked about <laughs> that like shot. Not like last time. And, oh, and um, I caught that. Yeah. and, and They had and, two camera shots. I noticed. I know. But our buddy Stephen Walker from uh, the Twitter DM group, um, <laughs> he, was, he said he made his, uh, was it his mother or his mother-in-law uh, watch Letter Kenny? Uh, uh, and uh, they got... They got about as far as fart book before she asked him to stop. Um, but <laughs> but he wanted us to know that uh, in, uh, oh, which which episode was it? Episode two? I want to say it was a super soft birthday or whatever. They used that shot as well. So that shot has been used a few times. No, but they went, they f- flipped from camera one to camera two. And you it was like that pulled back version and then the close yes. in. And they did it, do yeah. the very, like the, yeah. the two different shots. The other episode, it kept the one shot and and kept with it during the whole dialogue and it was and it was close too so it felt uncomfortable it did it, yeah it, it was unique al i know that it, it's been used before <clears throat> and, and it certainly was used in this, this this episode but it really stood out and uh was one, uh yeah. did it did interfere a little bit yeah fair enough uh so they're uh st- they're um on the back porch uh, faces obscured by the railing. Wayne reprimands Derry for letting Gus lick his boot because all dude's shoes are covered in piss from standing in front of the toilet or urinal. Uh, your stream hits the water or the porcelain and goes everywhere. Uh, Derry's skept- uh, skeptical. Squirrely Dan agrees with Wayne. Have you ever seen the area in front of a urinal? It looks like a miniature swamps. Ants could ride sedus through it. Uh, Derry disagrees. Ants can't ride no sedus. Of course they can't, says Squirrely Dan. Just don't let dogs lick your boots. Not to be an expert on the subject. Uh, because, of course, everyone's a fucking expert. Squirrely Dan and Derry go on a jag about how everyone's suddenly a fucking expert about anything. But Wayne's quiet. Then the conversation has a lull. Wayne says this. Maybe they could. Maybe who could? <laughs> Ants. Or what? Fried CDs. Good buddy. See, there's a lot of variables at play here, obviously. But if you ask me if I've heard crazier things than ants riding CDs, I'd say sure. You'd need a scientist. You'd need a team of scientists, I think. Well, ants is smart enough to walk single file and protect their queens, so you know they're just a stone's throw away from humans, intelligence-wise. They're a hop, skip, and a jump if you really think about it. The fact that they can walk in single file and protect the queen makes them almost as smart as humans. I love that. Uh, Derry wonders if you could get scientists to make CDs for ants. Uh, Squirrely Dan says that would be a tireless and thankless job. Uh, Squirrely Dan says ants don't have thumbs, so how, uh, how, how would they operate the gas? That would be your first obstacle. 
<laughs> the only well, you'd have to get scientists to make the gas a push button so the ant could just put his foot on it. It's like if a team of scientists was building a sea for an ant, they could likely just as easily build the ant a bionic thumb to operate the gas with. So there's options there. Yeah, the ant would need a license to operate a personal watercraft. That's not a big deal. You can get that over the weekend, big bang boom. Well, the scientists would have to build him a PFD because they wouldn't let him take the course without it. Ants would have no problem stabilizing themselves out on the sea on account that they got more arms and legs than we do. They got a leg up on us there if he wants to be clever about it. Wayne. Most ridiculous <laughs> conversation ever. Wayne cites the movie Is Honey, it? I Shrunk the Kids. From, 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 from a, wait, from a bunch of geniuses that <laughs> were going on about how babies are so stupid. Yeah. Now, <laughs> but the ants. <laughs> right, really, me, Victor? Let me finish this cold open. <laughs> let me finish. Wayne cites the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids as proof that ants are helpful and resilient. Uh, on what I'm just going to come right out and say it. The kids might never have got unshrunk if it weren't for the ant. That's all well and good, but I'm actually quite surprised you guys would suggest that the ants would just up and abandon his post protecting the queens to go ride and seduce. Well, you don't know that ant, Dan. <laughs> you know nothing about the ant, Dan. That's rather presumptuous, obvious. <laughs> You're an ant coming up in a tough neighborhood. Never caught a break in your life. All of a sudden, there's a team of scientists outside your door with a sea dude. <laughs> Dan, look me in the eye right now and tell me you don't ride it. The ants' buddies would be thrilled to help him out. They would happily cover his ship protecting the queen. For an opportunity like that, they'd be lined up around the anthill. How many more opportunities like that you think the ant's going to get? Not many. That's the first ant in the colony to ride a sea dude. That's his legacy. They'd be talking about that ant intercolonial. Fire <laughs> ants wouldn't fuck with him. He rides sea dudes. <laughs> what's the alternative? So what's the alternative? Work on an ant farm? That ant's got a life on the outside. He's going to live it, goddammit. His hours might have got cut. Might have mouths to feed. You don't know. His wife's thinking about leaving him. Taking the kids, too. I was out of line. Well, good <laughs> make mistake, yeah, it's all right. It's just like... I don't know, like down the road, I think if you hear somebody talk about somebody that they don't really know, you'll swiftly correct them. I think it's important that we just learn something here. Uh, Derry ends the discussion with, not to be an expert, because everyone's a fucking expert. And cue the music. All right. (laughs) Uh, Matt, cold open. Initial thoughts. There is so much going on here. (laughs) Like, okay, I want to back up to the beginning. So I actually listened. I, I... I watched and listened to this twice Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you why the first one, the first reason was the very beginning of it. When they talk about all guys, shoes have pisses on them. Mm -hmm. That flipped my universe upside down for a minute there. (laughs) Like that was, I mean, call it stupid. That is so insightful. (laughs) And I got lost in that thought for a minute, just thinking about all the urinals I've been to over my life. And I'm like, shit, that's disgusting. Cause it's fucking correct. Yeah. Um, so well, I got one, one of the reasons I don't use urinals, but anyway, <laughs> fair, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and, and so, uh, I got lost and I actually, when it was all done, cause I picked up halfway through, I was laughing. I'm like, I got to start over. So <laughs> I restarted the episode over so I could do it again. Mm-hmm. And it's brilliant. Like, yes, Tanya, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But it's so, <laughs> it's so fun and so smart and they just take it and they roll with it and they go and they dig deeper and deeper and deeper into this ridiculousness and I fucking love it. Yeah. He's there for it. He's there for it. Tanya, what did you think? Oh my God. Really? <laughs> really? So, so smart? Did you just use the word smart? Okay, they could have gone so... I think, I think, but it's all wait, relative. Wait, to, it's to, all... Be, to be fair, he to, said to be fair. fair. <laughs> he said brilliant, not smart. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Oh my god. Okay. 
Um, I think they've either been churring at too long out in the sun and, and they had too much to drink to have that kind of conversation or they've been uh, tinkering with the skids and getting into some <laughs> some funny narcotics to have a conversation about ants on sea dews for goodness sake, it. people. Yeah. Like no, yeah. What the, you're you right. Never had a conversation about nothing with your friends. Uh, yeah, we've had conversations about nothing, but there's still something, something, not <laughs> well, ants. Something, not nothing. It, it could okay. Nothing. That conversation could have gone in such an awesome direction. I don't think ants on on Cedus was it. Uh-huh. Um, piss on shoes. Absolutely, it happens. It is a thing. And I just, I where, 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 how, how did the train of thought go to ants <laughs> on sea dudes? I don't even, I don't even, so I don't it, even understand. It, it, it's funny because uh, I think this past week, um, uh, Jared Kiesel was interviewed by by some some publication, and something somebody asked him something to the effect of, "How do you come up with some of the ideas for your show, like for for writing?" And he's like, "I, I, I basically I'm farting around in the bush." when I come up with these ideas and, and this is totally something where he's probably <laughs> exact doing exactly I, I, that. Yeah. I, I yeah. Um, next, the, all this scene was missing <laughs> was them, was them uh, passing around the joint. Really? Like this, Absolutely. This, That's the kind of conversation that needs to happen. I, I, uh, I hearken back to that 70s show, those scenes that, uh, if you guys watch that 70s show, the scenes in the basement yeah. where the camera would go the, on the, the circle before the I, hockey circle. I yes. loved, I loved it. Easter's on it. Oh man, those uh, <laughs> those scenes were were awesome. I loved those scenes in that '70s show, and I think this this is kind of you know I don't I don't know if they're paying homage to those scenes, but um, it, they could have easily been paying homage to those scenes. Uh, Victor, what do you think? Yeah, I, a big difference between those scenes and this show is they were stoned, so mm-hmm. they had good reasons for <laughs> for doing it. And two is they were short and sweet. This yeah. went on forever. It did um, go a little longer, so, right? So, yeah. so for me, it was a bit of a shaky start, to be honest, because mm-hmm. there was definitely some gems in there, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it was quite ridiculous. And uh, I don't know that it was getting smarter and deeper as they were going along. It was getting more ridiculous as as, as it was going along. Yeah. But not to the point where I'm kind of rolling my eyes. Mm-hmm. It's still kind of you're still enjoying it, but then you are checking your clock and thinking, okay, this this is going on a little too long, and this is still the cold open. Yeah. So uh, I I hope these guys smarten up. I agree. It was it was it went a little long for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt doesn't agree at all. Well, Matt. so I will just I'll say so. Maybe it's just me. There's scenes and and things, yes, that go long, and this one did go long. Mm-hmm. But what it did for me was I started laughing, mm-hmm. and then I went along with it for a bit, and my my laughter started to fade out to a point of like, hey, this is going. But then when I realize it's all on purpose, mm-hmm. maybe it's a mental glitch. I the laughter picks up again. It's almost <laughs> like it's like a wave. And then I get back into like they are still going. They're still and talking about fucking ants on CDs. They're still talking. <laughs> so I end up laughing even harder on that second wave. Um, I, so no, I, I love I, it. I thought I, it was so. Good. I love it when they start trying to apply human logic to. It's like, oh, of course they're gonna have to have PDFs and uh, they're gonna need to yeah. get their license and. Oh, but you can get that in, in, in easily. Yeah, just. Right. <laughs> yeah, and th- and then you've got the wife and yeah, I don't know. Just it becomes it just becomes too stupid and uh, <laughs> so it's it's just you just yeah, okay you just roll with the punches it's fine yeah. but yeah there's definitely two waves in there uh, unfortunately uh, they they're not necessarily positive waves they're just <laughs> waves. <laughs> All right, here we I'm go. I'm just shaking my head back and forth, people. <laughs> just shaking my head. I no. 
Coming out of the theme, at the produce stand, the Hicks are hanging out. Riley pulls up in his Jeep, but before he can can do or say anything, Katie asks him if he can go get her some sour candies. It looks as if Riley's considering saying no, but instead he says, sure, Katie cat, and takes off back into town on his errand. Uh, Squirrely Dam comments on how Katie has Riley well-trained. Just then up pulls McMurray and Mrs. McMurray. McMurray's so riled up, he skips through all the pleasantries uh, to get right (laughs) to the purpose of, of his visit. You guys heard what the hockey coach is up to at the golf course? Fuck golf. Fucking mm-hmm. ankle sock wearing Sally's, that's all I know. That fucking twat says there's too much shit from Canada Gooses on a golf course. There's too much shit from Canada Gooses everywhere. Just keep your dog out of it and keep walking. Exactly. But get this. To curb the amounts of shits from Canada Gooses, that degenerate son bitch has put the wheels in motion to oil and grease up the eggs. Hot Jimmy. What the fuck are you talking about, oil and grease up the eggs? They start down the Canada Gooses nests. Put oil in Canada Goose's eggs so they won't hatch. Oh, what? So mother Canada Gooses sit on their eggs and wait diligently for them to hatch, but they never hatch. The Canada Gooses slings die inside the egg. What? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never been so irate in my whole fucking life. You don't fuck with Mother Nature. You don't fuck with that cocksucker. You don't fuck with motherhood. It's a special person having for animal lovers. That's all I know. They all, they, they all proceed to kill them for you. Can I just say <laughs> the, that is the best entrance for a character in the whole series. When oh, McMurray, McMurray steps out yeah. and just does that whole conversation <laughs> in 10 seconds. I was dying. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, he's, uh, oh, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree. More. I love that so much. I loved it. <laughs> uh, they, they all proceed to take turns waxing poetic about Canada gooses. Those are fucking Canada gooses. Those are Canada's fucking gooses. Canada gooses are majestics, barrel chested, the envies of all ornithologies. <laughs> They're leaders, born and bred leaders. Canada gooses are very fucking guard. Have you fucking guard? Guardians of the fucking galaxy. You know what? You got a problem with Canada gooses, and you got a problem with me, and I suggest that that one marinate. Uh, Katie, Katie says she saw a Canada goose mount a swan one time, and you got to think that swan told her friends about it. You're goddamn right she did, replies Wayne. Uh, the hicks are whipped up into a frenzy. They cannot allow this to happen. Wayne jumps up and yells, let's hit the golf course. Next scene, at the gym, Riley and Jonesy run into each other. Uh, you know, they're both uh, about to do a workout. They both admit that sometimes they could use a spot during their workout. Uh, but then they both start saying how fine and super good they are. Uh, a sniper uh, catches both their attention and she walks off. But their trance is broken by Ron and Dax. Who brought the rockets, boys? Those billet brothers are fucking rockets, boys. I'll celebrate your biscuit all night, bud. Ever gone bar upski? A D-Gen walks past Ron and Dax and, then, and calls them the F-word. Undaunted, they turned their attention to him for a bit. How'd you know your dad's safer when I fist his ass, bud? We got real dirty with his dangle, bud. I fucked your dad with chapped lips and a runny nose. Fucked your dad with bad breath and B.O. When they're done berating the D-Gen, they return their catcalling to Riley and Jonesy. Uh, Jonesy asks Riley if he'd like to play some chell. Uh, this is short for uh, NHL, uh, EA Sports. Uh, Riley says he should really get back to Katie, uh, but not before complaining to Jonesy about how she makes him do stuff for him all the time, uh, for her all the time. Ron and Dax volunteer to play some chell with Jonesy. Ron says he'll cover Dax's point any day while uh, holding his video, his, his uh, fingers suggestively. Riley and Jonesy look at Ron and Dax enviously and simultaneously say, must be nice. So uh, they're they're a little envious of uh, Dax and Ron's uh, uh, relationship. Next scene at the golf course, 
Coach tees off to applause from the gallery. Thank you. I am very good. So, ladies and gentlemen of the Letterkenny Gray Granite Copper Creek Whistle Ridge Golf and Country Club, goose droppings will no longer be impeding our play on this lovely course. Thank you. Thank you. Now let's hit the links. Uh, before I move on, uh, Coach's little line there, I, I am very good. It's 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 kind of funny because if you ever see um, Mark Forward's uh, stand-up comedy, it's something he often says when he first comes on stage and the crowd's uh, applauding him. He says, thank you, thank you, I am very good. So <laughs> it's just a little, a little page out of his own uh, stand-up. Uh, his, the coach's presentation is interrupted by Wayne and the rest of the Hicks. Well, Someone around here got a problem with can of gooses taking can of deuces. Must be nice. Where I was coming up, we'd be lucky to even have oils for our tractors. Now you got so much of it, you want to pour it on eggs? Must be fucking nice. Everybody's got a problem these days, straight dumping oil on it. You gotta leave this world behind. You know what? You got a problem with can of goose? You got a problem with me, and I suggest you let that one marinate. <laughs> leave the egg painting to the Easter Bunny, you pile of shit! McMurray breaks his bottle on his own head and comments on Coach's attire. Your wardrobe color scheme looks like a bipolar spell. Uh, then Mrs. McMurray comments on his ankle socks and takes it up once, one step further, asking Coach how his wife lets him walk out of the house dressed like that. Coach informs her that his wife died three years ago. Mrs. McMurray is undaunted by this news. She doubles down. <laughs> yeah, well, one look at you. It's clear she's in a better place now, you fucking asshole. So, so harsh. <laughs> Mrs. McMurray is so just raunchy. Uh, Coach defends himself by saying the oil of the go- oiling of the goose eggs was approved by the board. In addition, there's a new bylaw against bringing glass bottles on the golf course, so all the hicks are going to get fined. Find my balls, you fucking dandy. Find them and suck them while you're at it, you chooch. I will do neither of those things, good sir. There's a special place in heaven for animal lovers, that's why I always say. Yes, and those animals will now have a special place in heaven as well, along with my wife, Barbara. <laughs> so, let's hit the links. Fucking embarrassing. Uh, as he's walking away, somebody in the gallery holds up a paddle, but instead of the, the paddle saying, quiet, please, it says embarrassing. <laughs> did you Did you notice that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Hicks get to work on getting the Canada Gooses off the golf course. McMurray and Mrs. McMurray get to work on getting ankle socks off the golf course. Uh, McMurray applies eye black and, and says, let's do this. Next scene, Pastor Glenn arrives at the dollar store parking lot, stoop in hand, ready to do some street preaching. Uh, the skids also arrive with their cardboard, ready to do some break dancing. Jonesy stands between the two factions alone and bored. Glenn offers Jonesy an exciting opportunity to be his altar boy, I mean man, his altar man. Glenn says, the Lordeth could useth some helpeth in his fight against the heathenesses. Uh, Stuart says the Lord has all the help in the world. Besides, all they want is your money anyway. Stuart offers Jonesy uh, to to join them to connect, conjugate, and coalesce. I'm not really religious, boys. That'll do. I'm nothing really against it, though. That'll do. Can we all just hang out? No! (laughs) Next scene. Back at the golf course, the Hicks are setting up decoy coyotes to scare the Canada gooses off the course, even though coyotes are the most obnoxious predators of rural Canada. They'll raid your hen house. They'll attack your livestock, too. You don't see no Canada gooses stealing from anyone. The uh, Hicks go on waxing poetic about Canada gooses again. Let's get real here. Coyote decoys work on Canada gooses. But there's not a coyote on planet Earth who wants nothing to do with no Canada gooses. 
Lions is lucky Canada gooses don't migrate to Africa. Then they'd be extinct. The only animal in the animal kingdom that wants anything to do with Canada gooses is Canada mooses. Well, Mike Tyson had a pretty good run of things. Do you want to know why? <laughs> no Canada gooses in his weight class. Don't you remember when that plane had to land in the river in New York because Canada gooses flew into the engine? It's because Canada gooses likely had intel that was a pedophile or two on board and took matters into their own hands. As they should. No innocent people here either. You think that's fluke? You tell me that's fluke. On another part of the golf course, Coach is on a fairway preparing his next shot. His swing is bothered by a quacking sound, causing him to miss. Up drives the McMurrays in a golf cart. Uh, they proceed to circle the, the coach and chirp at him mercilessly. Uh, the, Merc- the, the McMurrays then drive off, leaving Coach in a rage and without a garbage can to kick. <laughs> next scene at the back of the dollar store, the standoff between Glenn and the Skids intensifies. The Skids make their pitch for Jonesy's company. Remind me. Do you enjoy gaming? Yeah. Dancing? Dancing. No. Hard drugs? It's a fight on sight, buddy. Then it's uh, Glenn's turn to to make his point. Jonesy, do you like bread? Yeah. (laughs) That's the body of Christ, buddy. Do you like wine? (laughs) Sure. That's the blood of Christ. Do you like singing? Um. Do, 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 do. Oh, Lord, did you hear it? It's the voice of an angel. I think the choice (laughs) is clear. Do it. What? Glenn makes one final desperate attempt. No, no, what about cheese? Cheese? Yes, cheese. Everyone knows cheese is the milk of Christ. You've hit the mother oh. of cheesy yumminess and you've hit Christ. It's a classic. Bread, wine, cheese. And also cured and salted dried meats. That's the flesh of Christ. Huh? See Corinthians, bread, wine, cheese, meats. Christianity is a charcuterie board. <laughs> Come have some charcuterie. You'll like it, yummy. Blasphemy, sacrilege. Uh, what would you know? What would, what would you know? <laughs> As things come to a head. Uh, 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 <laughs> it's so fucking good. <laughs> that actually did get an audible giggle from Tanya last night. Uh, let's just think how many more people see here is a thought mm-hmm. how many people would go to church how many more people would go to church if there was charcuterie ports oh, there? i would be so there oh man i right? crush a lot of charcuterie i used to be now, so that's a, bloody now that's hungry a conversation not ants on cdus <laughs> having a charcuterie board at church that's a conversation right there uh, all right the as things come to a head <laughs> with you R- riley arrives in his jeep Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Katie sent you for some sour candies again? Yeah, buddy. Buddy, you should just buy a bunch of packs of sour candies. You put all the packs of sour candies in a jar at Katie's, then you have to keep coming into town to get sour candies. She'll have all the sour candies she wants right there. Did you know that you're the smartest person that I've ever met? Back off, Riley. (laughs) No, he's coming with me. No, he is not. He's coming with us. I need a crew, buddy. Uh, Riley walks into the store and the standoff continues with both sides calling Jonesy to their side. Jonesy's torn. Uh, next scene, back at the golf course. Coach is on the green about to putt and gets disturbed by Wayne yelling out, fuck off, fuck golf. Uh, Coach yells out, fucking embarrassing. He yells at the Hicks to stop talking so he can enjoy his peaceful game. How fucking peaceful can it be hacking it up all day, bud? You fucking suck. You're terrible. I'm not sure time heals that wound. Must be nice to have time to hack it up all day. Must be nice. Mine was coming up. We'd be lucky to have any times to relax. Now you got enough times to relax and hacks it up. Must be fucking nice. 
everybody has a problem these days, it's straight to hacking it up and make yourself look like a fucking fool on the links. You gotta leave this world behind. Look, the geese... Gooses! They're just pheasants with better marketing. You got a problem with can of gooses, you got a problem with me, and I suggest you let that one marinate. You play the Beatles' White Album backwards, you know what you hear? Canada Gooses. Same thing for Michael Jackson's Thriller. And everything Shania Twain's ever recorded. <laughs> Some uh, other incredible feats accredited to Canada Gooses, according to the Hicks, are Crosby's Golden Goal in 2010 on account of a Canada Goose feather under center ice. Columbus finding North America led by Canada Gooses. Canada Gooses even tried to warn JFK before he was assassinated. Uh, Canada Gooses are always flying over fires, flapping water on them. And finally, McMurray claims that the footprints in the sand from the famous poem are actually webbed because they're from Canada Gooses. <laughs> Coach has had enough. He signals to his caddy, who brings Coach a garbage can. Coach kicks it and then his golf bag and then proceeds to destroy the garbage can with his putter. Next scene, back at the produce stand, Katie's uh, getting some sun by herself. Riley pulls up to the farm. He's got a bag of sour candy for Katie. See anyone uptown? Uh, yeah. Uh, Roald, Stuart, Glenn, you know, Jonesy. I got a whole bag of sour candies for you, so you can put them in a big jar and put on the counters just, just for you, Katie Cat. Oh, no, I wanted the sour jelly beans. Okay, but I just drove all the way to town and, and back, so... Uh... Well, maybe Jonesy can pick them up. Or is Jonesy gone? Jonesy gone. Jonesy gone. Jonesy gone. Jonesy gone. No! At the sound of Katie's words, Riley snaps. He jumps back in the Jeep and races back to town. Uh, next scene, a music, music montage begins. Jonesy is still caught between Glenn and the skids. He can't make up his mind. Riley pulls up. They look at each other longingly. Jonesy runs to the Jeep and gets in. The two buddies fist bump and drive off together, leaving Glenn and the skids screaming in defeat. <clears throat> Next scene, back at the golf course, the Hicks are still giving Coach the gears about Canada Gooses. Evil Knievel couldn't have made all those daredevil dare jumps without being allowed um, <laughs> in the Canada Gooses jet streams. Same with Evil Knievel Jr. and Travis Pastrana. I had to look that up. Travis Pastrana is like a motor Nitro bike. Circus, baby. Yeah. Oh, you know, okay. I didn't know who he was. Oh, so good. Uh, they owe everything they got, they got to Canada Gooses. McMurray says most people don't know that Canada Gooses were deciding the deciding factor in the 1995 <laughs> Quebec referendum. They kept the country together. Wayne finishes off with saying, if you have a problem with Canada Gooses, you have a problem with me and marinate on that. Uh, coach finally gives in. Bye. Bye. The geese. Gooses. I will call off the oiling of the goose eggs, all right? If you will leave this golf course, all right? And let the members of the Letter Kenny, Gray Granite, Catbird Creek, Whistle Ridge Golf, and Goddamn Country Club play this game in peace. Do we have your word? You have my word. Then come look me in the eye and shake my fucking hand. Coach shakes Wayne's hand and the Hicks leave. And final scene, still at the golf course, the Hicks are parked by a pond watching the Canada Gooses. They are very drunk. This is pretty hard to believe the Canada Gooses are... Oops. Let me try that again. This is pretty hard to believe the Canada Gooses are still labeled a pest species in most rural areas. Well, the shoe fits where it. If the truth hurts, bear it, bud. I'll always root for the underdog. 
The can of gooselings are pretty cute in the hatch, though, right? <laughs> well, no arguments there, good buddy. Fucking A. You ever seen how Canada gooses stray feathers floating on water? They're not even like other birds' feathers that get all waterlogged and shit. No, oh, they're aerodynamic. Aquadynamic. It's almost like <laughs> ants could use their feathers to race them as kayaks or some shit. Can't raise no kayaks, baby. <laughs> of course the ants can't raise no kayaks, honey. Uh. But maybe they could. And we fade <laughs> to black. <laughs> All right. That's good. <laughs> right. I like how Al just looked back at me. Let's see. You uh, let's. We're starting with yeah. Yeah, we're gonna start with Matt. Matt, initial uh, uh, thoughts on this episode. I loved it. <laughs> like I just fucking loved it. Th- this one was so good. And and I know you guys. And I and I knew th- I knew the intro was gonna. I, I let me put it this way. I knew that the intro was gonna trip Victor and Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't. It didn't trip me up. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't trip me up. I okay. knew exactly. Let me yeah. rephrase. I knew you weren't going to be as excited yeah. as I was. The, yeah, yeah. That, the end conversation didn't go over my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that did not go over. There, there's just okay. There were so many good things in this episode, from the intro conversation to almost all the characters being involved in so such smart ways and in, in their own entities. I thought all the storylines made sense. I just loved it. Like there was a, an onslaught of references throughout the whole thing that just made me fall in love with this episode. Like the, the endless parade of like things that, that they were saying about the Gana goose is making up shit. Like even the thing around the, the Hudson Bay crash mm-hmm. and the, and the pedophile on board. Like I thought it was so clever and so out there and you couldn't help but laugh. I watched this one with Jen. She doesn't always sit on sit it. Like she's seen them all before, but mm-hmm. um, even I looked over and she was just cracking up the whole episode. <laughs> it's just a never ending onslaught of laughter. And, and I'm so thankful for this one. Ten- Tanya. <laughs> um, okay. So cold open aside. Um, the, the, there was a lot of good parts. There was a lot of funny, um, the charcuterie boy board (laughs) made me laugh. Um, the, um, and and you know what the cold open at the end, that is what the joke was. Mm -hmm. It, it tied it back into the beginning and actually then made it funny. The, Mm -hmm. the beginning was not funny. It was, it was, (laughs) it it went on too far. And, but at the very end and the whole, they were pissed drunk. They, they uh, honestly had that kind of conversation of, you know, the, the uh, feather on the water and uh, an ant being on board. Yeah. Okay. I found that comical then after that point, but anyways, um, Loved uh, the McMurray's going around in the golf cart. I was getting absolutely sick to my stomach watching them going around and around in circles. That was a fun scene. Yeah, um, Fun scene. Absolutely. Um, I'm wondering if Katie is trying to get rid of um, the boyfriend. I was wondering, I was going to, I was wondering if you're going to comment on that. She was, she's a little cruel to, she's, to Riley. She's going a little bit too far. And I'm wondering if that's kind of her way of pushing him out um, because or at least just keeping him at a distance, maybe. Yeah. Not getting I, I, too close. I'm wondering if that's, uh, if that's now the end of that relationship, especially with, um, him going back to the dollar store then and, uh, having that, that moment of him touching the glass and, and seeing his buddy in the parking lot. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it uh, it, it, um, it, it got better. 
All right. Um, so <clears throat> this, I, I'm trying to think, because uh, I've seen them, these all before, but uh, I don't remember anything uh, beyond this episode. Uh, but just thinking back to the ones we've already seen and reviewed, I feel like this is the most densely packed episode with jokes. There's yeah. There's so many jokes. That's why when when uh, when Tan, like uh, when Tan is like, oh, let, let's put the ca- captions on. I'm like, yeah, we picked a good episode to have captions on. Like, let me just rhyme off at the repeated jokes in this. The not to be an expert on the subject was repeated. Uh, you, um, you know, when I was growing up, we'd be lucky to even blah 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 blank. You know, repeated. We ought to leave this world behind. Repeated. All the Canada Goose jokes repeated. Breaking beer bottles in outrage. Uh, there's, there's a special place in heaven for animal lovers. You got a problem in Canada gooses. You got a problem with me as you know, uh, you ever notice that as soon as there's a problem these days, uh, everyone starts killing Canada gooses or everyone's it's straight to dumping oil on it or whatever. Uh, we ought to leave this world behind. Like so many, it's like, it's like, like they basically pack like four or five episodes worth of jokes into one. Um, was that too much? I don't know, but, uh, it, I, I, really felt like this was like a one of the most jokey dense densely packed episodes when it came to that um and and at the same time they were also able to tell a pretty good like uh, a forward uh, some pretty good storylines like the whole jonesy and riley thing i thought was really well done here um you know them missing each other and 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 in the end riley going back to jonesy uh the the whole uh confrontation between glenn and the skids over the 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 dollar store parking lot the canada goose thing you know that's fun and 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 that shows off um you know the hicks uh, a fun side to the hicks heaven forbid victor i'm sorry if you <laughs> uh but and it also we get a little bit of character development with coach right cuz coach usually up until now he's just been this guy yelling and screaming in the in the uh the the locker room kicking garbage cans now we find out you know his wife died 3 years ago and he likes golf and and there's there's a little bit more to coach so overall really 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 strong episode that cold open went a little long i wouldn't i wouldn't put it up in the in the top five best cold opens but it, it's nowhere near the worst it's you know um, it's clearly it's like right in the middle so uh overall i really enjoyed this episode victor so <laughs> the cold open yeah yeah the cold open was quickly forgiven by mcmurray's entry uh that <laughs> that that made uh, any th- any qualms that I had with the open uh, quickly forgotten. Um, in terms of Katie, yeah, I think she's just proving to be that she is just a shitty girlfriend because she was treating Stuart badly, and I, you know, probably she's just not a good girlfriend. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, so, so, and and I don't think they were trying to hide the fact that she's cruel in this episode. So that's that's just that's what it is, and maybe it's leading to something, and we'll learn a little more about it. Um, for me, it doesn't points off the episode it's just uh, uh, her own character development um one of the funniest scenes in this whole episode we did not talk about oh and that is the final kind of the final uh case uh to get uh jonesy uh into the into either the skids or oh yeah it was it was goes just goes bananas and yeah. George starts hopping around like a monkey. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I was falling off the chair on that one. Yeah. I, I, how could you, how could you, I, how could Tanya not be laughing during that oh, scene? Yeah. It was, it was pretty uh, That was hilarious. Yeah. 
there he is. Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that was gr- really good. And and the other thing that was uh, humorous, it's a joke without being a joke, is how all those bottles were breaking on glass on on uh, grass. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's true. <yeah. laughs> that was uh, that was great. And and then you know usually you only get one fucking embarrassing per episode uh, mm-hmm. when the coach is in town, but uh, here we got at least a hat trick. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, for me, this was a really enjoyable episode oh. uh, from um, uh, after the credits started. Uh, 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 intro credits started rolling. Right. Okay. Matt. All right. Let's get to ratings here. Uh, what, what do you give this one? I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll just say it's a fresh, of course, mm-hmm. the, the, this is so much a fresh there. So, and, and, and Victor, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, because I had forgotten about that temporarily because mm-hmm. that was, I, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> the harder they started like, goofing off there to get Jonesy to coax him to one side or the other, the harder I laughed and it kept going and it kept going. And, it, and I was like, I couldn't control myself. It was such a, it was so well done. That whole relationship. I feel like I want to watch these episodes bringing the, with Matt. Bringing those two. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm the guy you can hear laughing from anywhere in the house. Um, the, bringing those two back together and the way they did in mm-hmm. this episode was so well done. Uh, all they needed um, was was uh, all by myself, like to play right? while, when Riley put his hand on the on the <laughs> on the Jeep's glass. Yeah, and and and, on, and then and then honestly, Titania, some things you said about you know why, like what's going on, and and like even the intro with the ants, and now this whole vendetta with the. With the with the geese and and then the ending when they're they're all sitting around the the pond they're just observing. Here's what I took from it all: it's a small town. They're bored. <laughs> this is just one of those days. They're like, we got nothing else to do. Let's let's do something. Mm-hmm. And they they pick this battle because even him, they make a couple comments around. Hey, they're still the pests of the world, and you know we're Canadian. They're Canadian geese, but let's not get let's not fool ourselves here. Gooses. Geese are dicks. Gooses. Goose, gooses are dicks. They are. They're everywhere. <laughs> we love them. We treat them like like royalty here. Yeah, because in this we're afraid of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true too, because they are they're dicks. Yeah. And and like I've I've actually seen full roads, multi-lane roads mm-hmm. stop to let families cross. <laughs> true story. Take out your this, car. This this is true. Mm-hmm. This has happened on multiple anums yep. to see this happen. Um and people just sit back and let it happen because yep. we we cherish them, we love them, but they're assholes, so <laughs> it's okay. But I mean, there's yeah, it's, there's there's if there's anything less than a fresh, mm-hmm. forget the cold open if you didn't love it. The, everything beyond that was gold. The the mm-hmm. never ending jokes. There was so many good references, so many good storylines. Um, I, I I just absolutely love this one. All right, ten. So it's a fresh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, cold open, didn't love, went on forever, but, um, I so, oh my Matt, Matt's gosh. like praying right now. He's got his hands he together did. in I just, prayer. I, yeah, I saw that. Um, I want to be friends today. I want to be friends today, but I'm going to say, but the end really tied back to it mm-hmm. and it, and it was the punchline. The, mm-hmm. the end was the punchline the and, callback, yeah. and it was the callback and it, it really, um, improved, it, it, made the cold open better. Um, so, um, and I love, I loved this episode compared to the last episode, you know, the whole, uh, parking lot scene of the last one and where they were doing the whole rip, 
what was it now? The three R's. Rips, Rip. Rebs, and Revelations. Yeah, that was just ridiculously repetitive. And and again, I, I, I'm sorry to everyone that it was loved, done, It was done well. It was done well. You it guys all it liked well. it, but it was repetitive as hell. This was not repetitive. There was an actual conversation and other words were being used other than the same thing over and over again repeatedly. It was done really well. They, um, they... The, the whole charcuterie thing and and making their cases and trying their best in order to get him to come to one side or the other. And as you said, you know, the whole monkey calling thing and just escalated into all different t- types of. Uh, yeah, it was comedy. It mm-hmm. was it was absolutely exactly what Letterkenny should be. And I give it a fresh Ooh. because of that. All right. Well, I won't leave anybody in suspense. I give it a fresh as well. I mean, it's a solid fresh uh, because of everything I said. It's the most joke dense episode so far that we've watched. But with all those jokes in there, I really feel like it it, it still it forwarded the stories uh, storylines for a few Absolutely. of the the characters. Riley and Jonesy's storyline, uh, the Riley and Katie storyline. The uh, uh, we learn more about Coach and and uh, yeah, and the 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 confrontation between Pastor Glenn and and the Hicks or the Skids. I mean, I, I think it was it was a really enjoyable episode. And obviously, this is also a signature letter letter Kenny episode one that pe- many people bring up all the time. Uh, the you know there's nothing offensive no well, it was great and it was just no, yeah. Kate, Kate, katie was offensive but she was <laughs> offensive in a katie but that way. she's that we're, we're we're seeing a like we're seeing a part of her character in the way she's treating riley so it's uh it yeah. is what it is right um so yeah but the mcmurray's were like freaking they were just yeah yeah everything was just <laughs> they were on they were on fire they were they were yeah. great yeah. and and i even like how they how they use coach so well in this episode mm-hmm. they took him out of the locker room they threw the hockey coach into a golf setting, and but off they season. still had the it trash was so can. Yeah, and they brought the it, trash it, can. It just worked so well. Oh yeah, another joke: the the whole the silence paddle saying embarrassing. There were so many jokes in this. It's crazy how much. Anyway, uh, if I didn't say it already, it's a fresh. So uh, Victor, down to you, buddy. Yeah, it's an easy fresh. Oh, it's an easy fresh. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I got to use my sound. I regret nothing. Awesome. Well done. Okay, Victor. That's been a long time. It has been. Say your piece. Yeah, um, it's it's an easy fresh, and you're right. It is very dense, and you know, Matt said it's it's a clever clever writing, and I don't know that it's so much clever writing as a kind of solving puzzle, a puzzle. Like, I compare this episode to getting one of those puzzle cubes. You know, it comes in, like, six different pieces, and you can only put them together in one way to make a cube again. This is, for me, this is kind of that episode where there's so much going on. It it took a lot of cleverness Mm -hmm. to really assemble it and edit it in a way that it was done for it to work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think it was like over the top clever in terms of the way they were, you know, uh, the things they were discussing or anything like that. I don't think there was anything tremendously deep here, but, uh, but yeah, and kind of the fact that it was, um, so much going on and it was still easy to watch and enjoy and, and understand not like the, um, uh, uh, the Halloween episode where you're not sure what the heck's going on. Uh, you're speaking I for yourself that, there, going. You know, I like those backhanded compliments. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I just really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, two for two. I, I mean, that's exciting yeah. uh, to start. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's get to uh, top fives. Uh, Matt, uh, does this break your top five? 
Uh, it does. Oh, all right. It has to. I, I laugh so fucking hard. So um, do you need me to remind I'm, you? No, no, I've got the list. I, I'm okay. ahead of you, man. I'm all learning. Right. Good, good, good. I'm just trying <laughs> to figure it out. I'll, re- I'll remind the listeners. You have Lays Heeks, number one, Relationships, number two, Fuss in the Back yeah. Bush, number three, Super Soft Birthday, four, and Never Work a Day in Your Life last week's was is number five. That one, too. So it's not going <laughs> to knock that off. So it's got to replace something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it pains me, mm-hmm. but I'm going to I'm gonna knock off this a fuss in the back bush and I'm going to insert this there. So this is going to be number three. And instead of knocking never work a day, you want to knock out a fuss in the back bush. Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. So let me make sure I make that can, note. Can, can, can that be done? It's his top yeah, five. He you, can do whatever you, he wants. You guys have done this. So uh, we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, this is our show. We make the rules. You know this, right? <laughs> I'm just thinking from a physics perspective. <laughs> so let me, so just so I'm right, uh, this is number matter three. Matter isn't there. Matter needs to exist. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at you, uh, Mr. Smarty Panther. So this is your number three now, but instead of knocking things down, you're just knocking out a fuss in the back bush. Get kicking it out. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Tanya, does this uh, yeah. touch your Did top? I not ask, and, and, and do we know if all of those are freshes? Yes, they're all freshes. Are they? Yeah. Hmm. That's a hard one. Yeah. You don't remember them, do you? I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember. Lots of room to remove I remember. Name, so. I remember relationships. That mm-hmm. was awesome. Mm-hmm. I I, I got to keep that there. I remember fart book. I remember the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm having a hard time remember the fast uh, fuss in the back bush. Was that the whole? That's the season finale. Uh, when um. Wayne got the three phone calls or no, the, sorry. Uh, Wayne got the news that, uh, Angie wanted him back. Um, Tannis was pregnant and, um, oh, right. uh, Rosie, well, he was, he, he wanted, he was attracted to Rosie. <clears throat> was that also the one where, um, um, they had the whole thing in the, in the church and the animals? Was that a no, I don't, I don't remember. So we're, Anyways. We're, okay. Let's, let's take that one out. Okay, so you're do, you're pulling a mat, on. or Let's are you pushing on. everything down, or you just you're taking that one out? Uh, fuss of the back bush can come out. I don't remember Modi's too. That doesn't seem like it was that long ago, though. No, that was uh, last season. Don't remember. My memory's going right now. There's right. too much in So there. let's just do, let's, just let's take push. going well. Okay, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to push everything down and I'm going right. to put this in your number uh, two position. Yeah. And then for Burke and then, yeah. Okay. Sounds and everything good. gets pushed down. All, All right, right, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say um, my top five uh, stays the way it is. Uh, th- this, this is a, a really strong. Really? Ro- you still got super soft in there. Yeah, it's. I love super soft, soft uh, uh, birthday. I, and I, never work a day in your life. Yes, really? yes, absolutely. So, um, hey, this is my top five. All right, all right. right, right. <laughs> uh, it, I got book on yours. You don't have a. Yeah, say. exactly. <laughs> you don't, so it does not make my list. It's it's a really. It, it might be number six, uh, but unfortunately, I think I really like my top five. Victor, I think the idea of super soft was funny, but the actual episode I don't think was as good as this one. But uh, but anyway, that's my opinion. Uh, what's my, my, my top five, Victor. My top five. <laughs> All right. Your top yeah, yeah. five. R- relationships. <laughs> but, 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 but I enjoyed commenting on, on others. <laughs> I know. Uh, relationships <laughs> is your number one. Fuss in the back bush, number two. Never work a day in your life, three. Uh, fuss in the, the egg hall was number four. And fart book is number five. <laughs> 
Um, I, I think just for, for Matt's sake, I need to do everything I can to leave Fartbook in my top top five list. Fartbook is uh, never so leaving, Victor. My friend. That's just spite, man. It's oh, stay that, that's, strong. That is, stay strong, my friend. That is petty. Wow. I commit with you. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't so, well, that's on your soul, brother. <laughs> it's, it's petty, but, it, but, but Matt also gave uh, 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 Bonnie McCartney Bonnie McMurray and uh, a compost uh, oh, out of spite as well. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> you sound like me. Uh, yeah, that happened. All the farting uh, so in the I think tub. what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll take a page out of Matt's book okay. and we'll, we'll knock a guy out here. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know what? Um, give me that list one more time. Uh, relationships one, fuss in the back bush two, never work in the day in life three, fucking amateur fuss hour. at the egg hall four, and fart books five. This is serious. I, I feel I need to knock out one of the fusses since this is also a fuss. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, like, we, we can't. Have, oh, you know what? Let's 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 actually have three fusses on there because that's uh, I like patterns like that. Okay. So let's <laughs> knock out number. So let's knock out number three. Wow. <laughs> You totally did a 180 there. Oh, we can't have too many fuss. Actually, let's add a fuss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Forever the con- contrarian. That's exactly what I did. All right. Wow. That's, uh, I, did, I did that. that was, and that, I'm loving it. And, I'm and he's, and he's it. so very proud. That was really painful. But uh, I'm glad, I love it. I'm glad I love we, it. we arrived it. at a... a it was. I, you I know what? A that a, was a hard... I took dis- a bit of a sightseeing tour, but we got there. It was a hard decision. We've not had a unicorn. When's, we've had three unicorns. Are, are they all... There's the next question. Mm. Are all of our unicorns Ooh. on the list? Well, not no, because uh, this is unicorn, and I didn't put mine. Uh, this, on but my we list. need a unicorn list. Oh, we need okay. a we need, all right. we need a communal top five. Okay. You didn't that put or, the unicorn. Only unicorns no. make the list. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. It's pretty. It, it is pretty fucking embarrassing that uh, we Al, you don't have a unicorn Abs- episode in your top five. But, but I'll, or I'll, you know, that he I put the unicorn it. on his list. I believe relationships was a unicorn. You obviously didn't like this much as much as you say you did. No, relationships was a unicorn. So uh, and it's on it's on my list. But I mean, you're right. Look, uh, just because it's unicorn doesn't mean we all agreed on 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 the episode. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's not, not logic. But anyway. Come on, now. Uh, shows how logic works. Al. Let's, let's go, go on to some uh, news. You're gonna get some uh, DM like uh, negativity on this that well, you didn't put it on your list. We'll see. It's wrong. You got to commit to that sort of shit. A uh, friend of the pod, Eliza RD, posted a <laughs> posted a picture of a produce stand she made on Animal Crossing. Does anyone here play? I know oh. Tanya doesn't. She doesn't play these online games. Anyone here play Animal Crossing? I've never played it. My daughter plays it apparently. Yeah. So she in in the game she actually built a produce stand and and she has her avatar sitting in in the chair dressed up like Swirly Dan. It's pretty cool. I'll post a link to it on our site. Uh, another friend of the the pod, Professor Trisha, would literally should should a brick shared a, a Forbes article on Letterkenny titled "Why Hulu's Letterkenny is One of the Most Endearing and Smartest Comedies on TV Right Now." Uh, read the article. It's a lot of it's it's a really really good read, and uh, so I'll post that link too. And another article from. Uh, sportsnews.com featuring Dylan Playfair, uh, also known as Riley. Uh, the article is titled Mighty Ducks Letter Kenny star Dale, Dylan Playfair draws on hockey experience to become standout in front of the camera. So yeah, he's the, he's in the new letter, uh, Mighty Ducks movie. Um, yep. and have you, has, has it been released yet? No. Okay. No, no, no. 
When is it? I, uh, I would have I would have seen it if it had been released. And, and I'm so here's I'm really excited for him. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried about the movie. Oh. The movie's going to be terrible. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not supposed to be good. It's a Mighty Ducks um, movie. The first one was mildly a music. Whoa. The second two were. Whoa! 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow! You just said a whole lot of hatred. In one uh, I loved it to death, but it's a yeah. terrible can you, movie. Can you leave? Wouldn't you led with that? <laughs> I, 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 I have movies I love that I know are oh terrible, but at least I say That's I love them. Face yeah. just was My like favorite so. movie for the longest time was Cannonball Run, but I would never recommend it to anybody to watch it. Hey, Victor, it's all about presentation. Right, yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's got to learn. Um, I mean, the original Mighty Ducks movie was uh, it's iconic. It may not be a, a good movie, but it's an iconic movie, enough so that they named a hockey team after them. So. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, and yeah. it, no, no, I'm excited for yeah. For, for Dylan Flavier in this one, it's, mm. it's it's cool. I'm interested to see what they do with this remake. It probably won't be anything amazing, but if it is, awesome. And I and I'm I think it should be fine. It. I mean, they, Emilio Estevez is back for it too, right? So uh, I mean, oh, it's got promise. Yeah, it's got yeah. promise. So they brought him back. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have an open it, mind. I, I, I think Emilio is supposed to replace Riley because mm. they start out with Riley as the coach, and then Emilio comes back and boots him out. But, oh yeah, but we'll see. I, that's that's my guess. Sure, but we'll we'll see. What now, I mean, happens. so Dylan Playfair's father, we've we've established, is is the assistant or or, or associate head coach in uh, I think in Edmonton. Uh, he's a well-known NHL, you know, coach and Larry Larry Playfair. Yeah, uh, uh, oh. I don't think it's Larry. But anyway, oh, I thought it was lit. All right. <laughs> uh, so oh, it, it's, it's an interesting article because they they do talk about his uh you know his dad and and uh, his dad talking about how his son wanted to be you know an actor early on and and you know uh, just all the the stuff like going up playing hockey and and it's, it's an interesting. Yeah. So it's funny we say that. So when Al, I know I know we don't have it our is, news it is, yet. It is Larry Playfair. But is it? Anyway. Yeah, well, so. When I when I met so my my father's been listening to some of these episodes. I still don't think he's actually watched an episode of Letterkenny. Okay, but he he's still doing his research. So I had mentioned we we'd had um oh my god Patrick on the show, and mm-hmm. then we may be getting someone else at some point. Mm-hmm. And his instant answer was, "Oh, I recently learned that one of the actors' father." Jim Playfair Jim, and Uncle Larry. Larry Playfair Jim. were in the NHL. Uncle, Uncle. When do you, when, and he goes, when are you having them on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I think uh, at least Jim Playfair is a little busy right now since the NHL season started. I don't know if Larry yeah. Playfair is uh, coaching, but yes, it's Jim. I thought it was Jim, not Larry. Anyway. All right. All right. So I, got the all I got the wrong brother. I got the uh, wrong brother. Last piece of news here. We charted in Great Britain. <laughs> That's right. Huzzah. We uh, got up as, as far as uh, number 56 in uh, after shows in Great Britain. So thank you, cheerio, for all our, our, our British listeners. Um, Some of the most iconic uh, locomotives uh, come from Great Britain. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> like, like, like the Class 37 and the Class 45 are two of my favorites. Still, anyway, as continue. good as it gets, folks. Yeah, still, <laughs> Still waiting to chart in in Georgia, um, Victor. You're not bringing your 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 uh, your Georgian representation. No. We're, yeah, we're we're not talking enough about uh, <laughs> the Georgian uh, treats like churchella and hachapuri. But there, uh, maybe there. we'll do there that. There you go. Now that you just said that. Yeah. Now I can I can put <laughs> a ha- Hashtag. Yeah, how, do you, how do you spell Hachapuli? <laughs> how many? <laughs> it does very, very, very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before we wrap this very up. Very carefully as not to offend anybody. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Matt, do you have any final uh, comments? I'm so glad we had a unicorn on this one. Yeah. They're so majestic. Yeah. They're, They're so, so majestic, majestic. <laughs> and it's so fun. You know, and, and again, watching this one, I, I, I had a sense and <laughs> I didn't want to stay at the beginning. I know I got a little excited. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew that. I mean, I, I feel like we know each other well enough now <laughs> in, in some of our tastes. That I knew, I knew, so I knew you guys weren't going to like the intro. But I was going to say, I was a little worried because of that, uh, the open, the cold open. But as Victor called out, mm-hmm. as soon as it was over, as soon as McMurray walked in, the game <laughs> changed and it all just went away in the dust yeah. and we took over. So this, yeah, this one was a good one for sure. Awesome. Tanya, any final? Um, I have to contact the internets and uh, get on to this whole DM thing. You keep on saying that. You just, um, I can because do that. I need to give you a fucking embarrassing that you didn't put this on your list for your top five. And we worked so hard to get to the unicorn. We haven't had a unicorn in a long time. I stand by my and top you five. you need to hit that button, the no. fucking embarrassing one, because that's what this is. I'll do it because you that. ask. There you go. Uh, that you didn't get that on your list. But that was... Yes. Fucking I, I stand by my top Absolutely. five. I stand by <laughs> it. Uh, You'll regret it later, Tanya. Yeah. Don't worry. There, <laughs> um, I'm so glad that this happened mm-hmm. and so glad that uh, um, I could come together with, with everyone <laughs> and the, that the group, you know, and that Victor will never get rid of his fart book and I will never get rid of mine. That's just wrong. That's, that, I should that, say that, that, that. You know what? Listen, but. <laughs> Sort yourself out. Uh, you guys need to sort yourselves out. <laughs> that was a great job. Okay, we're okay. not going to get into that. But anyways, on, it was great. Can, can, we, can you assign them extra homework this week? <laughs> we're now four seasons deep. Mm-hmm. Can you go back and watch that episode again <laughs> and then come back and give a refreshed rating next week? If yeah. it stands, it stands. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you might reconsider. It's not time yet. It's not, not yeah. Time. Yeah. 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 You know what? That might be. So once Where, once we get to the end or, or we're waiting for another season to drop, maybe we can do some kind of uh revisit uh episode where we revisit our, our, our lowest rated ones to see if things change or something like that. That might be an interesting yeah. uh, uh, thing to do. Like Matt, like Matt and Bonnie McMurray. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, my final comment, actually, I got a couple of things. So, um, I'm excited. I've been booked on the, how are you now podcast? Uh, uh, I've been assigned the episode that I'm going to uh, join Dean Giles and Tiara, uh, to, to, uh, talk about, and that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, and also, uh, I forgot to mention this before this, this, this episode here, we learned a little bit more about the coach character played by uh, Mark forward uh, last night or the last couple of nights. I, I watched his uh, uh, special, his comedy special on crave. Let me tell you, uh, I, I'd, I'd only seen like snippets here and there of his comedy. It's, it's something it's, it's really good and, and really super creative and funny. And I, I highly recommend it. Unfortunately, I feel like it's only on crave. Uh, uh, I mentioned it in the Twitter DM and, um, some of our U S friends looked looked for it and couldn't find it anywhere. So I'm not sure where they would be able to watch it, but if you have crave or you're in Canada, I, I really recommend checking it out. It's, it's really funny. He's, 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 uh, uh, yeah, he's funny. What's the name? What's the name of the show? So, uh, it's a, it's a special. So Mark forward. And I think the special is called Mark forward wins all the awards or something like that. It's on crave TV. I can send you the link if you want. It's, uh, all right. it's, yeah. it's, it's an hour long and, uh, you know, um, 
I, I recommend it. And then like that might send you off like looking at some of his earlier stuff too. Um, he's, he's really funny. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Good episode. I'm happy for the unicorn. Uh, Victor, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, last week we hit the goalpost, and and this time, uh, you know, we scored. So, uh, I, you yes. know, uh, really, really uh, perfect, uh, uh, just poetry for the start of the hockey season this week. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. uh, very, very, very poetic, and uh, lots of symmetry there, and 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 stuff like that. So, uh, I, I I think the momentum is strong, and I can't wait for the next episode. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what else is there to say? No. Oh. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to play us off here with a song from this episode. This song's called uh, What Would Wolves Do? It's by a band called uh, Les Savvy fa- fa- Fave or Fav. That was uh, horrible. Uh, <laughs> okay. You do better. <laughs> uh, here we go. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week. We review episode three of season four, Way to a Man's Heart. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or on our Twitter profile at ProtoStanPod. Thanks for joining us. We're now going to watch some videos of majestic Canada gooses chasing people on YouTube. Check that out. Those videos are hilarious. On behalf of Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. 